It's Danny and Kevin, the, 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 the podcast. Hi, it's Danny and Kevin, the podcast. I'm Danny B. I'm Kevin Kahn. We're failed radio hosts who lost their jobs and learned how to become scammers to fund this podcast. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're no damn scammers. All right, bro. All right. Well, we appreciate y'all watching. We appreciate y'all listening. We seen all the, you know, love that we're getting on social media. Big shouts out to the radio fam for reposting our clip. That got us a lot of love on our podcast. Big shouts out to all the radio people who like reached out because um, big shouts out to Shitty PD. If you know anything about the radio business, social media, Shitty PD is always like blasting people who are doing crazy things in radio and they actually highlighted us because they thought we were doing something good so thank you shitty pd thank you for everybody subscribing liking all that we appreciate it continue to ring that bell give us those five star reviews and why are you always eating i can't enjoy a meal but come on bro you've been getting on my nerves Kevin, you've been getting on my nerves all day. I haven't been getting on your nerves. You've been getting on my nerves all day. Getting on that uterus. The uterus is affecting the mind right now. If you turn to channel nine, it's actually Shark Week for Danny. No, you're not feeding the beast. Okay? Kevin, shut up. <laughs> I don't want to have this conversation. You okay? You look a little stressed out. I'm not stressed out. I'm great. You just been working my nerves all day for no reason. Working me. She working me. I think it's been, what, it's been like a couple days? Or did you find out that the Red Fairy popped up today? <sighs> what are we talking about this week? No, I'm, I, this is real, that's a real question. Was it today that you found out? <laughs> or was it this week? So it's been going on for a couple Shut days. Shut up! I'm asking you. I'm serious. It's been all week. It's been all week. Oh, okay. So anything in between now and give when me, it first give me started, and, and when it first started, is coming out on me now. So now I know how to assess the situation. What? And ask you, how's your week? Like, what happened this week for you to come in here snappy? I'm not snappy. You just been doing like stupid stuff, and, and then you you've been that? coming I at saw me. That, right? Almost lost my life. Now look, how? Did this week go? Did you say you had something? First to prove of all, week? I am not <laughs> slow. Like you getting on my nerves. I'm not talking to you like you slow. I'm, ah! try, I'm trying to break down the situation and know that I'm at peace. Okay, I'm at peace right now. I'm just trying to get through to a sister. <laughs> so how's your week? Like I said, you had a lot. My to week prove this is week. great. Huh? My it, week was great. It, How was your week? It, it wasn't that goddamn bad. It was pretty good. I'm not going to lie. I'm reading a new book now. You read? Motherfucker. Excuse <laughs> me. I use a little reading challenge. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I did really start reading because every time I would post something on my story, I would actually misspell something. <laughs> <laughs> so my, my, aunt was, my aunt was like, read a book. <laughs> and then you do the, like Kevin does the spaces in between punctuation. That shit pisses me off. Like, why are you in the sentence and then put a space, then put the period or X? Like, just put it at the end. Maybe the letter is claustrophobic. Now, listen, I'm trying to tell you that I'm reading now. Okay. I'm proud of you for School. reading because, you know, I didn't think you could read good. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy behavior. It's actually a book called uh, The Subtle Art 
of not giving a fuck. You wouldn't really be reading something <laughs> called the subtle. You subtle would be reading something like that. A fuck. Okay. That royal fuck would have been like the advanced, like the accelerated reader, but mm. I'm. I'm <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So what is this not giving a fuck book about? Basically, it, it's it's showing you how to give a fuck about what's important. Oh, that's it's, cool. It's cool, but it breaks it down like, in a way like it's coming from a guy's like personal experience and his outside experience of watching you know, other people in their lives and breaking it down in a way of not just kind of giving the textbook definition, but more of like, this is what I've experienced, so tighten the fuck up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's cool because it's like, it breaks down... A, again, how to like, how to pick what to give a fuck about. Uh-huh. What, and he says it just like that. Like, you need to learn what to give a fuck about. Oh, I get it. So, so I feel like my father's talking to me. The, the amount of fucks that's inside this book equates to like the amount of fucks my dad has given. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, not in a bad way, but just like my dad fuck is like, just, I don't give a fuck. Fuck, fuck that. I, I don't give a fuck. You know, that, that's my father. Right. So I'm like, man, like, did he write this? Which is great. Um, but yeah, it teaches you that, and then also teaches you, um, like how to how to look at life a little bit more differently than trying to be the positive man in the room all the time. Like every day doesn't have to be that way. Mm-hmm. You can be mad. You can be angry, man. You like accept, kind of come as you are, correct? Or accept things correct. as they like, flow. If you're if you're waking up every single morning and you need a sticky note on your mirror that says you are beautiful. You probably don't fucking feel beautiful yourself. <laughs> well, yeah, but that's why you, you know put I mean? it on your window because it's positive affirmation. I, I I agree with that. I agree with that. Because you're I trying mean, to speak life into yourself. But if you learn how to not give a fuck about certain situations, and mm-hmm. you learn how you learn to be able to tell yourself, yo, like, I don't need nobody to tell me that I'm beautiful. I know I am. Yeah. Okay. So it's basically like focus on. In essence, the whole book is kind of about focus on things that are in your playing field as far as controlling focus on things that you can control the things that you can't control like why stress yourself about that etc i would say yeah i would say yeah Is it like kind you of know that? and then again like <clears throat> if a breakup so happily made you feel very insecure about mm-hmm. yourself right it's like it's a way of kind of like putting you in that predicament of you shouldn't give a fuck about that like you need to give a fuck about what's more important in your life and what's more important then in that moment, if that's what you went through? So is it saying like to not feel things? It's not to say that not to feel things, but to take that feeling and turn it into something. Mm, to grow. Grow. Mm-hmm. Mm. That makes sense because that's, you know, that's life. Like you go through adversity and without adversity, you there is no growth. There is no elevation. You kind of have to go through something to get something. This world is built off of destruction. <clears throat> you understand that? I know that sounded really funny. I was about to say like, <laughs> and then it was the fact that no, you no, got no. real serious. You was like, this world is built on destruction. No, no, no. And I mean that in the sense of like, you can't have a beautiful building without breaking thing, breaking it over and starting over new. Yeah, you without having that's to. That's what it also kind of teaches you. It's like, you got to be able to take the time. Like the discomfort that you're in is probably a sign of change that's coming to your life. Mm. Like when's the last time you genuinely felt like, damn, like change is coming? I feel like that now. Really? I feel like that now. Is it is it the um, is it the red dot or is it? Is it? If you make another reference, reference, reference. What is the? If you make another reference. To me leaking right now. 
<laughs> Why you have to say leaking? I don't know what you want me leaking to say. Leaking is for faucets, you know. Like, if you if you make another reference to I me, wanna, I don't want to having feminine issues I, I right now. I'm gonna you smack leaking. you. I don't want to picture you. Leaking. I want. I'm leaking, 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 leaking as you try to Listen, eat. Listen, Petey Pablo, I'm not trying to have the freak leak here. <laughs> All right, I'm not trying to hear none of that. I'm just asking, like, what was the what was the thing? Did it happen this week, or is it like this no, lately been, that you're like, damn, I'm feeling a little discom like discomfort. Like, I think change is kind of. I later. feel like change is coming because I've been in a state of discomfort for so long, and I feel myself coming out of that state of discomfort. So I feel like, okay, now that I've gone through this state of discomfort, I'm kind of in a state of building a new foundation. Is how I feel. And so because of that, I feel like, okay, I went through all of this discomfort. And this was kind of, for me at least, one of the longer phases of discomfort in my life. Really? Yeah. So I'm like, I went through this long phase of discomfort because, you know, I could talk about it. Um, about Obviously, about a year and a half ago, we got let go from the radio station. I thought I was going to be at that radio station for right. years and years and years and years and be able to grow and be able to get to my goals. And then, OK, then I'm going to move on to something bigger from there. Right. That didn't happen. Right. So then it's kind of like, and then when we didn't get picked up, I was kind of left with like, well, damn, like, what am I supposed to be doing? Mm. Be, for the first time, I was kind of confused. <clears throat> The other things that have happened in my life when it comes to whether I lost a job or lost a loved one, I wasn't left, I may have been hurt or upset by it, but I wasn't left confused after. It was like, okay, so that happened, so this is my next step. With this, recently, I was like, I don't know what the next step is. And I don't know, so I was in this long phase of discomfort. And then more recently, I was like, okay, I don't know what the next step is, but I'm going to put my energy and try to build this and I'm going to put my energy into this and try to build this and I'm going to put my energy into this and try to build this. So started a business, you know, I got the voiceover gig. Um, I've been hosting in the club. So now I'm in a state of like, okay, this new life, if you will, feels good. And I'm in a state of like coming out of that. I'm confused on what's next. And with me working toward these things, I've been able to be like, okay, so this is my next step. So right. this should be my next step. Right. So this is where I should be going. And so I'm kind of in a state of like, well, dang, maybe, like you said, maybe everything was demolished to build something new. And I'm in a phase <clears throat> now where I feel like I am again, putting that foundation down to build whatever the next thing is bigger. So with you saying that, right, you said that you feel like you're in that place now, mm -hmm. right? Obviously you have, you must have felt this way before to know that, damn, maybe change is, change is coming. Right. So when was the last time you felt like this? Like the last time you felt like, damn, like, I guess big change is coming. When I moved from, or when I was in kind of conversations and stuff from moving from New York to here. So right before yeah. I moved from New York to here, like I was at the radio station, I kind of felt it was kind of the same thing. I was like, okay, this is doing well and I have a good morning show, but I know I don't want to stay here. So what's right. next and how mm -hmm. am I going to get there? Next? What's next? And I was like, I'm confused. I don't, not that I'm confused, but it's like, I know kind of what the next steps are, but Nothing's really moving forward. It's right. just like you're putting in work. And so, yeah, from there, because of the work that I put in and I, again, built a little foundation, 
then the next step kind of dropped in my lap out of nowhere. Got you, got you. Yeah, I would say the last time I felt that way was uh, quarantine. Mm. Quarantine was what really like made me feel that way. Because I remember during that time, I lost every dollar in my account. Um, I stopped DJing because I couldn't be in the clubs DJing no more. Right, because of the health stuff. Like you were taking care of the rent by yourself. I remember mm-hmm. that we were living together at the time doing radio. That made me feel like, damn, like something has to come good. Like every time something feels very unsettling for me, I immediately tell myself life has its balance. So like if it's going to be very uneven here, it has to even out with some sort of good. Right. You know, like if I'm falling apart here, some good's going to come out the way to kind of balance that out. You feel me? So I got offered a gig to DJ for the NBA bubble. I don't know if you remember that. I remember the NBA. And like, I, I don't want to say the numbers, but DJ Nasty, shout out to him. He was the one that actually reached out to me to go DJ there. And um, I remember when he reached out to me, he told me the numbers for like what I was going to make. And mind you, this is coming out of quarantine. We had no money. I had not one dime to my name. Right. Like not one dollar to my name, bro, because I was only part time like in in radio at that time like that i was really their do boy like i was doing so much Mm -hmm. and he came to me with his offer with so much money i broke down in tears i was like oh my god i'm about to re-up in such a big way that i've never seen before in my life right you know what i'm saying and then we went to go get the covid test and I was pres- I was presumptive positive or something like that. I presumed positive. I wasn't even fucking positive. <laughs> it was crazy. And because it was like I remember that. Was, uh, because it was like we might think you have it. It's done. It's it done. Was done. And they took it out of my lap, and I was broken for like almost a week. I was. Broken. I remember. I was broken. I remember. Uh, I was with my girl at the time too, and I was just like, "Yo, like, I'm gonna be. I need to be left alone. Like, I feel like the world's kind of teasing me at this moment. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but then again." I sat there and I was like, yo, like something good has to come out of this. Like, I'm not going to sit in this forever. You know, life has its ways. It's going to balance. We got off for the morning show right after that. And that's when we started doing it. I think that was the time where I was like, okay, this is big change for me. Because then when mm-hmm. everything else came, like, I'm not going to even lie. Even when we lost the station and everything flipped, I was just kind of like, what's next, bro? Like, this has happened, you know? But big change in my life, you know? It was the, it was a accurate feeling because mm-hmm. doing warnings was a massive like change. Yeah, in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't. How do you when it's about when the change or something's about to come? How do you feel? Because it's kind of hard for me to describe. I just kind of it's just something here that I feel. I'm like, or I'm in situations and it's like I have an out of body experience and I'm like, I'm not gonna be here long. I literally feel like that. I'm like, yeah. And you know what, man? I think it's it's the constant routine of what you're doing. So like your life becomes routine <clears throat> after what you're doing. Like you've been hosting the clubs right now. You're kind of, the, you're this new mom. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's been consistent lately. It's been consistent. Boom, 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 boom. So this feeling now of being like, oh shit, like change is coming. is probably because you're finally about to break out of that routine or it's going to adjust in a certain way. Right. That's the way I kind of see it. I think it's, I think that's even, even when I was on the radio, I remember, um, I remember when I first got like some of my travel gigs and I started going to like Texas, mm-hmm. Philadelphia and uh, Atlantic City. When those start, when those opportunities started happening, I remember telling myself, 
I'm going to have to choose one day. And I, I'm going to have to figure it out my way between radio and DJing. I'm like, I got to know. I want to do both at the mm. time. I was like, I want to do both. I remember time. you were dead set on doing both. I was both. like, I'm going to do both. because everybody was it, like, you're going to have to choose. You're going to yeah, have to choose. And you were very resistant. You were like, very, especially you trying to gonna, tell me? Especially if you're going to tell me I'm not going to fucking do it. You know? And Will was like, Will, I love Will. Will was sitting there. Our like, former boss. He's like, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. But, you know, like, you know, I'm just like, look, well, I'm going to do it. Like, I'm going to still be on these streets. I'm going to still DJ. And I'm going to be on the morning show. And I'm going to be your 5 o'clock traffic jam DJ. Like, I'm going to show you like I can I'm fucking do laugh. this and I did it it, it wasn't it was a rough journey <laughs> it was killed but, I, but I fucking did it you know what I mean um but I did know that the routine it scared me like I was telling myself like hold up like so you mean to tell me I'm gonna do mornings I'm gonna do five o'clock and I'm gonna do this DJ shit for fucking the rest of my life like mm-hmm. and that's where I was like shit like, I don't know you know, I don't so know. Maybe fo- like you said, fo- it fall apart. I didn't, apart I didn't feel like I didn't feel like change was coming though. Oh. But I did feel like it was the first time that I kind of was like, maybe an adjustment needs to happen mm-hmm. in my life. You know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's interesting. Okay, look at your book bringing out like all philosophical thoughts in you. Fucking book. Like I just started reading that like two days ago. Oh my that's gosh! Not, and not. you read that because I saw where you was in the book. You read that much. Your reading is good. Okay. Reach out. First of all, I'm, the, I'm I'm like halfway through the second chapter. Oh, right. respectfully suck a dick. <laughs> respectfully suck a dick. Suck respectfully suck a dick. Yo, you see that social media video? It's like every time anybody says respectfully, it's not respectfully. Respectfully. <laughs> respectfully suck a dick. No thanks. <laughs> no thanks. I'll pass. Okay, um, but yeah. So you feel like you're, you're going through change mm-hmm. right now. But like, what was a lot of the triggers this week? Aside from the fact that you have a little troll tap dancing on your uterus. Shut up. Okay. And then you, the way you say shit, <laughs> it's a, like, yo, Kevin be real fucked up. Cause Kevin say stuff. And then he looks at you with a straight face. Like, like he didn't just say what he just said. Like, <laughs> you act like that, that's not what's happening. So... You didn't even come in here with a brownie enough? Like, this. You know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? She said, I didn't come in here with a brownie or not, but guess who served her a bowl of pho before we started this? You did, though. Guess who did that? I forgot I that. did, and did. she literally said, oh, my God, like, my stomach is beatbox, my uterus is beatboxing. Beat. I was really trying to think about getting the bowl of pho, and I'm like, look at this. I didn't even know the devil was in my, my living room, but I had the pho ready. Okay, anyway. I'm done with this conversation. And go back to your question. <laughs> um, yes, as I feel like I'm going through this era of change right now. So there has been a couple things. What is things some things that, that triggered week? me this week to let? Yes, some things happened this week to kind of solidify what I was feeling. Um, had some now? had some conversations and you know some good conversations. Um, I'm gonna be featured in like a blog post. There's some other stuff happening with my voiceover stuff, so oh, that's, good. that's good. And then um had some other conversations. Um, maybe something will happen. Maybe I'll have something to announce soon. Who knows? But um, what was irritating the, about all the that? The thing about the 
the thing it's that been sounds mo- all good so yeah it's all good but it's been multiple conversations i would say over waiting the past, for the irritating part I over the past it. month with perception do you deal with that because um and i hate to bring up radio but i feel like it's such a big part of our life our story etc but because of the radio stations we were on right do you deal with people perceiving you a certain way um, I would say for, only women. For, okay, so for me, yeah, for me, I would say with radio, it was trying to make me something I'm not from based upon what they saw in me. Mm-hmm. And then I think in the DJ world, people get confused with what I'm able to do. Okay. So you get it. Okay. So <clears throat> I'm kind of dealing with that in everything. Okay. Elaborate. So because of the radio station we were on, it's a pop station. And then before that, the other station we were on was a pop station. Granted, it was a different type of pop station. If you're here in Orlando, you understand what that means. It wasn't your typical, we're going to play Taylor Swift all day. So we did play Taylor Swift, but we was also playing Migos. You know what I'm saying? We were different type of pop stations. So both stations were like that, but still the end of the day, it wasn't the hip hop station. It wasn't the R and B station. So when people meet me, and they realize that I'm like black, black for real. <laughs> and I'm not like, you know, they say like an Oreo, like you black on the outside, white on the inside. Sure. You know what I'm saying? And I don't, so I don't act like that. I don't know if that's a derogatory term. If that is, didn't mean it that way, but you get it. Anyway, when people meet me, it's kind of like I have to prove that I really am the way I am. If that makes sense. So I have to like prove my blackness to people. That's crazy. Isn't that fucking weird? So I was in a meeting earlier this week and I was questioned on, well, are you a person who really relates to the urban lifestyle and that lives an urban lifestyle and that lives an African-American lifestyle? Because based on your track record, you haven't done that. And I'm like, like, are you a Taylor Swift fan or do you fuck with Outkast? That kind of vibe? Right. Is it that kind of vibe? It's like, but, but it's like deeper than that. It's like culturally, like how do you kind of, like the way you walk the world, the way you walk life, like, are you a person that, you know, like the and question was. was yeah, it was like, do you, were you like into friends or were you into like living single? And I was like, well, I've never seen an episode of Friends in my life. <laughs> That's crazy too. That's crazy too. But you know what I'm saying? Black but then it's that. And then I was another instance where I was questioned because it was like, oh, I have a boyfriend. Da, 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 da. And it was like, your boyfriend black? And I'm like, yeah, why wouldn't he be? I'm black. And they was like, oh, I just, I just thought you'd be with a white guy. And I'm like, so it's oh, the per- because of the radio, I think because of the radio station and because of the presentation of the radio station um, as being a station that catered to white people, if you will, yeah. that now there's this perception of me is that, oh, she's black, but like she's probably one of the black people who all of her friends are white, which if you are, there's no issue with that. There's no problem. But at the end of the day, that's like not me. <laughs> so it's like yeah. for me to be having to like prove myself in these black spaces to me is comical because I was like, 
I grew up in a place where there was no white kids in my class. Like, yeah. No white kids in the neighborhood. Yeah. Went to a very black church. My parents are Geechee. Ain't no white people over there. Right. And Yamasee, South Carolina. Ain't no white people over there. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, for me to have the upbringing that, like my godmother went to school with Dr. King. Right. You know what I'm saying? So for me to have that kind of an upbringing, when I hear that that's how I'm perceived, I'm like. That's crazy. How? Yeah, I mean, you also have a very bubbly personality, very mm -hmm. bubbly, but that shouldn't even matter either. It's just, I don't know. I'll, so that's I why I asked I if really you have that same issue. I, and I, I only bring up the bubbly personality shit too, is just because, I don't know, for me, like I did a lot of looking back on radio, I did a lot of corny shit. Mm. You know I mean, <laughs> so I'm just young and, and wanted to get it. I had a lot of energy. You know, I was a fun person, and I still am a fun person. You know, I'm still happy. You know, um, but I mean, uh, for the longest, I would say, uh, in the DJ world at least, like I remember, I made a post, and it was just me playing like straight, straight, straight hood bangers, just like back to back. It was at uh, Tangra Nightclub in Ebor City. Right, so fun. Um, and some guy like slides in my DM. He's actually a promoter in Orlando. Mm -hmm. He's like, you play hip hop now? He's like, boy, I, I don't want to say his name, put him on blast, but I was just kind of like, I've been bro, what? what? Like, what do you fucking mean? You know what I mean? Oh, you play hip hop? I thought you was a EDM. Like I've had, I've had those times. I was like, yo, you don't got to play for us. Like you don't got to mm. play this music cause we're here. And I'm right. like, but who's, who's we here? Like I look yeah. at everybody as the same. You know what I mean? And for me, it's like, I I love R&B. I play hip hop. So why are you looking at me crazy right now? I even had a situation right. where um I was at I was at Shots, bro, and like they had like they wanted open format. So, you know, with venues that want open format, you kind of have to cater to the crowd and also play a little bit of everything to make sure everybody's kind of united and then also take care of the bar. So, you know what to play and, you know, so for me the way I would treat it is like I know the hip hop bangers are going to fly. So I'm going to make sure I take care of that and I'm going to play the open format bangers when I see like the the college kids come in. Or if it's too lit in the club, you throw that one song to offset it so people could actually go to the bar and they're mm. just not dancing. Because if bartenders are sitting there on their phone, like just on their phone, that means that they're not making money. And that means that nobody's hitting the bar. People are just swigging their ice. Right. So you set it off and play to a different clientele that's there. The clientele that are not drinking right now, they're probably going to the, the bar and then vice oh, versa. Oh, so that's really, oh, wow. That's like a whole thought. That's a whole chemistry. That's, that's, that's how I would see it. You know what I mean? Right. Like, and like, it's crazy. Like one of the bartenders came to me and was like, yo, you look at us all the time. I'm like, I'm paying attention to what you're doing. I'm paying attention. If you're singing, you dancing, you laughing, because if you're doing too much by yourself, you're not making any money. So I'm going to try to offset this really quick. Like if I, even if I play some corny ass shit. You know, I want that one person to be like, all right, I, I'm going to go get a drink. Like, Because this song, song sucks. Yeah, I'm not I'm not feeling this yeah, song. This you know, song. I mean, it could possibly make somebody leave. But if you're if you know what, what you're you know doing, how to get out, yeah. you know how to, you know, keep people there. But I had a situation where like some cat was asking me for Kodak and I'm like, of course, I'm going to play Kodak. Like, it's Florida. Yeah, give me a minute. Me. Like, <laughs> I love Kodak, you know. So he's like, yo, I want you to play it now. And I'm like, I'm not going to play Kodak. He's like, but we don't listen to this shit. And I'm like, well, I mean, if you walk out of Pine Street, there's three other bars. <laughs> you know, you're like, you're not going to come right. to me crazy. And I was like, give me some time. Like, I got you. You know, like, it's a whole night. Grab a fucking drink, scratch your dick, leave me alone. You know, 
And his his reply was, you ain't got to play this on your time just for us. Again, like, you don't got to play it whenever you feel yeah. like you can play it. And I'm like, homie, that's yeah. not the situation, you know? But it's because you take it there. It's, it's like it's me, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm a little bit different. Yeah. No, that makes sense because <laughs> as a member of the black community. <laughs> Why do you have to fucking, we stop always, fucking saying that? <laughs> stop fucking clarifying we, that shit. No, but for real, but I have to make it clear because people not sure. You know, people not sure about me, so I got to make it clear. <laughs> you ain't got to But uh, for real, like, it, part of the culture of, and even just hip hop culture in general, part of the culture is like proving yourself. And when you don't look like us, part of that, you know, Eminem had to go through it where it's like, all right, if you're going to be over here, you better be fired. Like, are you it was a culture like, vulture? Are yeah, you because then like- you have, for instance, that's why I don't like, I don't know if he, I don't know if you ever watched this, but I don't, that's why I don't like Post Malone. Oh. I don't like Post Malone to this day. And like, he be coming out with some fire stuff and I be like, okay. And I be like, nah, because Post Malone literally came up on hip hop culture. And then when he finally got, you know, the big stuff, the Rolling Stone magazine, this, this, and they asked him about, you know, his connection to hip hop. He's like, well, I'm not a hip hop artist. I do all music. And it's like, no, but the music you literally came up on and the music that popped you off was hip hop. But now that you've gotten to this space, it's like, well, I'm not hip hop. Same thing with um, artists like Miley Cyrus. It's like, yo, you was a Disney chick. Yeah. And you use hip hop culture to literally pop off. And now you're like, well, I just do music and I just do my own thing. There's nothing wrong with, evol- you know, evolving right. and evolution. Right. But give respect and give credit to what got you to where you was going. Right. You used the culture a little bit to get to where you was going, whether you used it intentionally or not. Right. You did. Right. Taylor Swift, okay. like same thing. Like when all that stuff came, what was that um album? Um, shake it off, shake it off. Like that's hip hop culture all throughout. Like she oh, got the big chain. No, in the video, she has the big rope chains on, oh, the big you. shades. Like that's 80s hip hop culture, salt and pepper all day oh shit but it's like then you just be like i'm gonna just kind of i didn't know she did that i'm gonna use this as a cool visual then i'm gonna just move on i'm not gonna give credit to who you know what i'm saying so stuff like that is why you have to it's unfortunate but that's like why you have to like people want to try and be like okay are you really with us or are you gonna try yeah they're just gonna try you which i get which i get it's not right it's not right just let people live but (laughs) I get I it. I get Again, where it comes from. I understand. And then at that moment in time, too, where I was kind of getting questioned if I play hip hop or not, too, it's just I was doing so many open format parties. I was mm-hmm. doing so many. I did, I did like maybe one or two EDM events. Um, I was on a top 40 radio station. So it was like, they play like Disney shit, like in their head. You know what I mean? Like they fucking, their EDM is fucked like that. They're, right. You know, so it was easy to just kind of be like, I don't know if you could do a hip hop party. It's very right, easy. Right. But it's easy for me to, like, this isn't, this isn't the O by the way, in Orlando. And I would even say for Latin parties too out here. Latin parties, like they don't know that my father's Puerto Rican. So they don't know that I grew up in Point Siena, Florida, like with, a Puerto Rican father they just and know what I they know see. all this music you know I know how to play it like I listen to it almost every day as a child right it's, it's ingrained in you it's your right. culture so, too but fucking it's it's a place where it's like nah like we don't know if you can do it right you know what I mean because it's they, they have a different style to it too which you know again like 
I can't speak for that. Like, if you don't like me, then fuck it. But if I go to Ebor, right, they put me in every single room. I do the right. Latin room all by myself. I've done the hip hop room all by myself. I've done the EDM floor all by myself. I've done the corny ass college bar all by myself. Like every single genre and murked in every single room. Like right. with no ego, just saying like I fucking handed them the whole dick. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, hey, you got it all today, you know? <laughs> and I come to the O and sometimes it's a little judging. It's like, all right, well, I don't know. Yeah. If, you know, I don't know if, you know, I don't know if. Yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? Even so. at my club gigs, it's funny. I get it because again, everybody here, I'm not from here. I'm from yeah. Atlanta. So when I go back home to Atlanta, everybody knows me. They know my life. They're like, okay, yeah, whatever, girl, yeah, you down. Yeah, like yeah. you're you down with the brown. We know. <laughs> but here people don't know me. They know me through the radio. Right. And so because they know me through the radio, like even right. like at my club gigs, I get, oh, like um, this past Friday, uh, big shouts out to Arsonist. I love Arsonist. But he plays the City Girls. I'll take your man. I know that whole song word by word, honey. Like I'll yeah. ta- I'll I'll take your man. Okay. I knew the whole song. And the, and like I'm up there just vibing, right? I'm just vibing, like eyes closed, like rapping yeah. all of it. I opened my eyes and everybody was like. How do you, you, you know this? I'm like, yeah, I know this. This is City Girls. Like, what you talking about? Like, come on. They were like, just didn't think you would listen to stuff. Like, what y'all think I listen to classical music? Because <laughs> I'm not walking around love of the devil, but I ain't walking around looking like Sexy Red. Y'all think I just listen to, y'all, I listen to Mozart. Like, that's, that's hey, the perception I get. Sexy Red is my bitch, bro. I love, I love Sexy Red. I love And then it's sexy like, I kind of hate to love her, but I love, love sex. No, I'm all love, for people living their true, authentic selves, no absolutely. matter. But I'm kind of, I'm going to be real. I am kind of conflicted with her. I'll be very real. I'm conflicted with her because as a black person, (laughs) I keep saying that, but I'm conflicted with her because a lot of black people, they kind of feel like, and and a lot the black community is conflicted with her. It's because on one end, it's like, yeah, be you, be true, be your authentic self. But then on the other hand, it's like, look at what this whole machine, this system, this business, why are they always pushing this type of music to us? Uh, Why do you have artists like I Rhapsody, never, look at, look at artists that. like, um, I can't even think of people's names right now, but Rhapsody's a good one that does like positive hip hop. Mm-hmm. Like, why don't those artists that are like speaking truth and speaking life, why don't those artists get the shine? Right. Why do we always have to get a Sexy Red or City Girls or, you know, just pretty much that... The, the lottos of the world. Like, all of the girlies are doing the same thing, really. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, why do we always have to get that? Why can't we get some... You know, back in the day, you used to have Common, yeah. and you had the locks. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You had Biggie, you had Pac, and you had Most Def. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it was more of a just a variety. I just mentioned a lot of dudes, but you get what I'm saying. It was well, more that, of a well, variety of, of the too. type for of hip hop. For me, it makes being in the club a little bit more fun around women. That's why. Yeah. It makes women comfortable. You know what I mean? Right. Like, and, and it can I get be, that and, too. Because I feel the same it's way. Not, it's just not, you know, it's not. Um, just black girls are like sexy red. It's ev- it's white. Well, girls, yeah, no yeah, Latinas, yeah. But that's no, the everybody wants sexy red. Yeah, but that's like the conflict. People are kind of yeah. like, yes, be your authentic self, tell your truth, be you. But then on the other side, it's like, dang, like 
we already have so many, if you want to call it negative perceptions mm. of what black people are, what black women are, and you're just pushing those stereotypes. Mm. And it's becoming popular and everybody's ingesting it to where I go to Japan because this happens when people post these pictures all the time. I go to Japan or I go to China or I go to Europe and people are like, oh, you don't twerk? Twerk. Like you're a black girl. Twerk. That's what y'all do. Right. You play basketball. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you're pushing a stereotype at the same time, even though you may just be doing it. So I'm conflicted with her, even though I love I love her music. I think she's dope, but I'm also very conflicted in myself because I'd be like this image child. But then I'm like, but it ain't supposed to be for kids. But two things can be true. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Two things can be true. You could love somebody for being their authentic and true self, but you can also feel like, mm, is this the image I want? My Because right. like the kids are coming home. I'm like, shake your dress. <laughs> like my boyfriend has a 13 year old son that literally comes down the <clears> steps <throat> sometimes talking about some. He's something that said, shake your dress, shake your dress. And I was like, nothing wrong with that, though. Why do you know this song? Well, what song is that? Sexy Red. Oh, really? Yeah. He knows Pound Town. He won't sing it in front of us, but he knows it. Right, right. Literally in their class, one of the call to actions, like how the teachers get them to be quiet. Yeah. She says, when you come, what she said, when you come with this, something, something, you know what's up. And then the kids are supposed to go ski. Really? In school. Yeah. So I'm like, so again, that's hilarious, as a though. person that's around kids, it's kind of like, that's kind of cool. I'm not going to lie, but they, I mean, they over here rapping pound town and they 13. True, true, yeah, okay. That's true. <laughs> but I, I, I get, but I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. So ain't no shade, no tea, no shade, but I that's interesting. This was a good chat this week. We talked about perception, talked about, um, just the changes. I, do you, so we both kind of are feeling a little bit of a shift happening. Which is, I don't know. I don't, you know, like it's where you say all that. But I, I kind of jumped in a place of I really don't know what's next. I really don't know. Like mm-hmm. I had something huge happen for me in August. Like I, I in the place of like one of the like the most dream gigs I could have possibly had. Right. You know what I mean. And now like I'm getting a lot of love and respect from it. But I'm kind of just like I have my goals written, <clears throat> but I'm not expecting no more. It's like mm-hmm. I'm very like. Let's, like if I put my, my feet in here Let's see where this goes You know what I'm saying Like Let's see what's next hey, Right Let's see If this comes Cool Like Yeah I'm trying my best to live Every single day as it comes Right I'm really trying to live it that I way I feel like I'm at that place too But I still feel a shift I feel And maybe there shift. is a shift And I just don't fucking yeah. feel it I don't see it Well everybody's shift doesn't have Our shifts don't have to happen At the same time But mm-hmm. You know I feel a shift Like like I said, I'm lit. I'll literally like be in the club hosting, and then it'll be like, like a movie. Like this will all be gone. <laughs> the world is changing. Yeah. You are elevating. You are, what's up, y'all? Get your hands. Like, yeah, it's literally that that's, that's happened funny. to me, and like every day, well, you know what I'm talking you about. Better, you better remember the little people. Well, that I, well, <laughs> again, I don't know what it is, and what's it like? You used to say, "Let me hold some." Let me. You no, tell me, saying, hey, let me, let me hold some. Child, let me hold some. Let me hold some. Let me hold some for real. Oh, if anyway, comes your way, I'll be over here. Like, do you remember me? <laughs> 
family. Remember. <laughs> like Simba? Anyways, uh, go ahead, like, subscribe, follow us. Appreciate you as always. Thank you all for following. Yes. And we will see you next week. I'm Thank going to you. San Diego. Oh, you want to San Diego? <laughs> okay, fancy. <laughs> Jet settle. <laughs> Let me hold some for real. <laughs> Why you sound like your father? You got it. First of all, this one would be. <laughs> Bye, y'all. You don't know them days, the mangoes your grandma made. <laughs> <laughs> it's Danny and Kevin. The, 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 the podcast.